everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, it's been about two months now since we've been operating in a post-Silicon Valley bank world, and the markets are still feeling its impact. The stock and bond markets continue to wrestle with the fallout from both the economic and, and regional banking concern perspective. But there is a very important area where developments have seemingly flown under the radar of late, and that's a good thing, and that's the funding markets. Now, when banking-related issues hit the tape, usually one of the first locations investors should turn to see if there are any negative effects, it's the funding markets. You know, throughout modern financial history, it's this arena where dislocations can snowball and turn a potentially isolated occurrence into more of a systemic event. And certainly during the 2007-2008 great financial crisis and the COVID lockdown, that point was underscored. And I think right now, when you're looking at the Fed, they were very well aware of these scenarios also. And in fact, the Fed acted rather swiftly this time around and implemented the Bank Term fund Funding Program, BTFP. And that was in response to the first wave of adverse news that came out from Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank back in early March. Now, the BTFP, that program, it was created specifically to offer funding available to eligible depository institutions. And I think what can be considered one of the key aspects of the program is that the pledged collateral, such as treasuries, will be valued at par, to quote the Fed announcement. And that not only provided much needed funding available, but also eliminating an institution's need to quickly sell those securities in times of stress. Once again, that latter part, once again, in quotes from the Fed announcement. And that was one of the major catalysts, if you couldn't recall, behind the regional banking term, uh, turmoil here in the U.S. So when we're looking at developments here, what are some things to focus on? And one of them are the key available lending facilities at the Fed. It's primary credit at the discount window, the BTFP program, and something called other credit extensions, which are, say, FDIC-related loans. And banks utilize these facilities in a rather visible way in the immediate wake of the turmoil. But since mid-March, this usage has considerably dropped off. Let me just give you an example. It hit a peak increase of about $303 billion on March 16th. But since then, it has declined in five out of the last seven weeks, and it fell re most recently for May 10th by $4.4 billion. And I think the bottom line message here is that the Fed's facilities act as they were intended and, and arguably prevented any further calamity, at least up to this point. And this has been buttressed by what has also been transpiring in the funding market itself. And what we tend to look at are U.S. interest rate swap markets. And really, that's just an agreement between counterparties to exchange fixed versus floating cash flows. And that provides a clear look at developments in this arena. And for the record, just to kind of get you in a sense of what you should be looking at here, the wider the spread, and it's measured in basis points, obviously, theoretically, the more pressure or dislocations there are for institutions to find funding. And what we saw was a spike in these funding pressures around mid-March, 
But conditions here have steadily improved since then as well. And the spread hasn't quite returned to its pre-SVB reading, but it's remained relatively stable, if you want numbers, at about 35 basis points. And that's well within recent trading ranges and considerably, considerably below the high watermarks we saw during the financial crisis, which was about 188 basis points, and the COVID lockdown at 78 basis points. So I think the bottom line here is that with regional bank concerns still making headlines, it does remain a very prudent idea to continue monitoring developments. However, if the funding markets continue to operate as I'm outlining here on this podcast, the markets, and perhaps more importantly, the Fed, will turn their focus and can focus more on the potential economic ramifications that may lie ahead. But not enough time for that. More on that a little bit later. So I'm going to end it there. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well.